Don't forget to follow us on Facebook at Doug Tyrrell History and Comment. Hello, friends. I'm Doug Terrell. This is History and Comment for Friday, the 1st of December, 2023. We're now to the point where the weekends are filling up quickly with holiday events. If you are following the events in the Middle East, Hamas jumped the gun on the end of the ceasefire while still holding over 100 civilian hostages. The disconcerting element is the call from our government for Israel to act with restraint while Hamas is well known for embedding with the civilian population. Those opposing positions put Israel in an untenable position. If you believe that we are in the third Obama term, it makes perfect sense. This is the most pro-Muslim period in American history, and do not think for a second that the Muslim world has any respect for us. OPEC has decided that oil prices are not high enough, so they're dropping production to limit the supply on the world market. While the U.S. does import oil, it really is a token amount, about 2% of our consumption. The catch is, prices will go up here based not on production cost, but the world market prices. It is quite easy to fall into a belief that elections historically were clear cuts, and only in recent times have they become contentious. Nothing would be further from the truth. The 1824 election did not have a candidate that received a majority of the Electoral College votes. The 12th Amendment was now in place that put the task on the House of Representatives in such cases. It was a four-way race between John Quincy Adams, who was popular in the Northeast, Andrew Jackson, who was widely popular in the Western states, that's still east of the Mississippi River at the time, and the South. Henry Clay of Kentucky was strong in the Old Northwest, and William Crawford carried Virginia and Georgia. Clay had the least number of electoral votes and was dropped from the House consideration. His states largely went for Adams, and Illinois flipped from Jackson to Adams. When the dust settled, Adams will be the president. Jackson will win the 1828 election outright. That race again pitted Adams against Jackson. Jackson carried every state then, except New England, New Jersey, Delaware, and Maryland. President Lincoln, in his 1862 State of the Union speech, restates that ending slavery is now a priority in the raging conflict. This follows the earlier Emancipation Proclamation. While Lincoln had an anti-slavery ideology, early on he was less inclined to make it a major point. When it was clear the war was going to be a long affair and slavery was an issue, he moved it to the forefront. What most folks fail to understand The Emancipation Proclamation carried virtually no legal weight and did not address slavery in the border regions that were not hostile to the United States. The White House gets the first telephone in 1878. While we're addicted to instant communications today, even more so than even a generation ago, this was not always the case. The telephone was at times considered a nuisance at first. Mark Twain is reported to have kept his in the closet. That may have been due to a bad investment in early efforts. Inventor Alexander Graham Bell considered it rude. Folks will call at odd times when they would not think it proper to knock on the door for a personal visit. Prior to looking at the Panama for a canal, in 1900 the U.S. pays Nicaragua $5 million for the rights to build there. Actress Mary Martin is born in 1913. She's best remembered for the title role in the Peter Pan musical. 
She was an inspiration to writers Rodgers and Hammerstein, which landed her several leading roles. One account uses the word muse, an interesting word that's not often used in modern language. Think amusing and museum. Inspiration would be a good synonym. I'm having thoughts here of William F. Buckley. He was described as hyper-articulate. Or we can drop down to the level of comedians Rowan and Martin, who encouraged their viewers to look that up in your funk and wagnall. The first National Hockey League team in the U.S. plays their first home game. That would be the Boston Bruins in 1924. Today, there are more teams in the U.S. Sunbelt than in Canada. That's quite sad, but money talks. And in the end, that is what it's about. There is a political assassination in Soviet Russia in 1934. Sergei Kivrov was a rising star in the Communist Party and a personal friend of Joseph Stalin. The events will lead Stalin to the Great Purge and other atrocities to solidify his control of the party and the Soviet Union. Stalin ruled the party for 30 years from the 20s to the early 50s. He was ruthless. Counts vary widely, but it's believed he had close to 1 million people killed outright and millions more died from his policies and the harsh conditions. Singer and actress Bette Midler is 78 today. Rosa Parks refused to give up her seat on a Montgomery, Alabama bus in 1955. She is arrested, and the city's bus boycott results. The first draft lottery since World War II is held in 1969. This is quite an interesting point. By this day in 1969, the war effort had peaked. Now there had been a draft since the early days. But who was selected was under the authority of local draft boards. In 69, birth dates were drawn and eligible young men were called based on the order the days were drawn. If you had a low number, it was time to start packing your bags. If a high number, you might miss the whole affair. I've questioned a few draftees from the early years and have been unable to determine how the local draft boards worked. If I was to venture a guess, there were issues with favoritism and some were paid off to keep some young men out of the service. I do not know that for a fact, but I do know human nature. Yep, it happened for certain. The Channel Tunnel, sometimes known as simply the Channel, between England and France, reaches a milestone in 1990. It was being dug from both ends, as is a common practice, and the two crews met under the English Channel on this day. Four years ago, news of a new coronavirus infection leaks out of Wuhan, China. Now that the dust has settled a bit, what do we know? Frankly, very little. Most reasonable people suspect this was not a naturally occurring event, and China played a role. More skeptical folks quietly suspect the U.S. also played a role. The vaccines? We're still quite divided on that front. And there's a news bit the other day that a new virus has been found, again in Wuhan. That's history and comment for the first day of December. I'm Doug Tyrrell. Now, go do something worth remembering.